0: On this episode of the Off The Bit podcast, we have Group 1 winning, Melbourne Cup winning, Golden Slipper winning, all over the world winning, Kieran McAvoy has joined us. Great interview there. We have the wrap-up of the Warrnambool Carnival, the Wagga Carnival, the Kentucky Derby. We have a little bit of sport news. We have our segments. Let's go. The views and opinions put forth in this podcast by Yellowman and Royce Reese are our views and our views alone. There's no room here for scathing attacks on the information we provide or the bullshit that manifests. We take a lot harder walk through the vast yawning chasm that is racing a sport and life. And if you don't like it, well, feel free to jog on.
1: That's your man, Yellowman. I'm your boy, Royce Reese. This is the Off Bit Podcast, and we prefer our listeners shake it. not. yeah,
0: Mike check, Mike check. One two, one two. Welcome back to the Off the Bit podcast. This is episode eight. Flying along, we are. We have a great show coming up. As we said at the top of the intro, we had a call in from Kieran McAvoy on his way to
1: Newcastle. It was so great to uh, to give us his time. Really fun interview. Hey, Rolls Royce. Really fun. Really fun. Good to see uh, a, a different side to Karen. So uh, instead of his game face on race day all the time, we yep. um,
0: peeled back the layer yep. and saw the real man. It was great, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Loved it. Loved so everything
0: we've about got, it. We've got uh, our racing recap. We've got the NRL review as we do all the time. We've got um, segments. We've got winners and losers. We've got a surprise segment at the end of this, okay? So when uh, the music plays at the end, the goodbye song, uh, we've got an Infinity War spoiler. So if you haven't seen the movie... <laughs> We don't want to ruin your life. When you're here, as soon as that music plays, turn this shit off. Get it off. Um, actually, before we do it... Because
1: we, if we don't ruin your life, the movie will. That's
0: right. Exactly. Before we... I want to lead this in with... Uh, let's just do this. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner in the house, Rose reese of course. <laughs> uh, last week, his horse that he owns, Aloysia. <laughs> Got up at... Alasio. No. A- a- Alasio, yeah, yeah. What did I say? Alasio. Yeah. Alasio. No, I didn't win the Oats. Like, no, I mean, talked your shit, man. It was good,
1: hey, was <laughs> Yeah, yeah, good, good run. Um, You're a winner. I am a winner. We, we applaud it's, winners uh, here. That's
0: what we do in this podcast.
1: She's uh, she's still still yet to see the tail end of another horse, so she's going really good. Yep. Um, first up over a uh, over benchmark 70, up at uh, Wyong, flew around the corner, jumped away out of her skin, changed legs three times in the straight, yep. which is... Crazy and Yeah, did oh, did it did, great, it, love it did it nice and good. Yeah. So uh, Congratulations, mate. Put her in a black book and we'll see how she goes. So um
0: that the money that you get from the uh, the prize money of that, does that get fed back through the uh, off the bit system and we can expand and maybe put a West Wing on the studio? <laughs> I already pissed
1: it out of the wall on okay. Thursday night as <laughs> I got home. <laughs> there was a betting drift too. She went from one eighty to two twenty. Yeah, yeah. Well she she started off at twos, went into dollar eighty five and then drifted back out to I think she Capped off at 2.30, I think. I okay. can yep. remember. But yeah, <laughs> short price favourite there for a bit, which always gets the heart racing.
0: Actually, we'll, we'll bring this applause back. Uh, this is for us now. Um, yep. We are now the Off The Bit podcast. Congratulations, boys. We are, uh, we've teamed up with um, off, uh, a podcasting group, uh, world-renowned too, called Pippa. They've uh, snabbled us up and we've moved over there, uh, a joint venture with them which is great news for us. It means we segue uh, as we we're already on iTunes. If you haven't got us on iTunes, go to iTunes now, subscribe, five-star rate us, leave uh, a comment if you like it. Five-star
1: rating. If we get another couple, we're going to be the top-rated sports podcast in Australia. Uh, ra- sports ra- racing one. Yeah, sports was, racing. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. We, uh, we've we got them on there. We've got them in our, in our sites. Uh, we are flying along. We, we've got a lot of support garnered in a very short time. Big things are happening, so uh, yeah, we also. So the,
1: the more you can back us, the more the more content we can give me, you. Me, don't don't beg. I'm not begging,
0: but if you want to subscribe, <laughs> go to iTunes and subscribe. I'm not holding a gun to your head, but uh, uh, we'll also be on Spotify in the coming weeks. So big things happening with the off the bit. Now that's all our promo- our self promotion, shameless self promotion out the way. Uh, let's talk about racing. We're going to start with the Bull uh, Carnival. The bull. How the good bull. is the bull? I hate it. It's
1: trash. Was that?
0: It's just trash. Just I just trash. Yeah, I think it's just a glorified country meeting. I understand the 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 plaudits it gets and jumps racing is great. It's a great spectacle. I love watching the racing, but you would
1: never get me to go to Warner Do you think it's a, a hype culture thing amongst Absolute, the racing community? Absolutely,
0: There's three people that look forward to the Warner Carnival. There's Melbourne people. Yeah. There's uh, um, <laughs> like the the animal activists. They they lo- tuning in. <laughs> they, they look forward to it. Um, and uh, the other the third one is not me and uh,
1: just looks cold oh, there's looks a fourth actually gay waterhouse she, no, she loves, loves it she loves yeah. the ball loves see, the hurdle.
0: see yeah um i don't know i, I prefer i'm i'm a, i'm i'm negatively geared as we've gone through yeah hey. yeah we know yeah i'm learning a bit about myself but i, I, I if i'm going to go to how a how many
1: losers do you have this week uh, three three how, how many winners can.
0: none none. <laughs> none yeah exactly because uh, <laughs> good stuff is boring yeah but no i uh, no one's dressed up. It just looks like a a big picnic meeting. It looks free. It looked freezing cold. The food. If you didn't see the the uh, the bun that they had there on 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 a sur- was, wasn't sur- watching the food. Sorry. Yeah, was, eight dollars um... you get for a bun with just a little tiny bit of meat and a lettuce yeah. on it. That's just yeah. That that's, that's not my thing. I I, I prefer to go uh, pop some champagne and have a suit on as you do, Reese. Like we're we're, yeah, yeah, we're,
1: yeah. We're, style, we're, we're 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 bougie people. Do you reckon yeah. the bull would be for us? I don't think the ball will be for us. I don't mind watching um, the Grand Annual, Grand National. Oh, there's uh, the field. Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't. I don't see myself sitting down there, freezing my balls off, mm. blind drunk, walking around. I'm much more of a Wager Cup man, which I didn't yeah. do this year.
0: Yeah. So, uh, we, yeah, we'll go through. Uh, we had uh, who won the Grand
1: Annual? Uh, the, the gold medals followed mm. up by Zedem. so It yeah, was a, 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 a good. as a good tough. Tough
0: it's as half, hell that it's ZM, half race. yeah. What about uh, the, there was a fall in that, and and uh, he never called it. Like, isn't that yeah. pretty much your job when you are calling the Grand yeah, Annual? But, but when...
1: When, when you're calling that many falls in the Grand Annual, it's like there's only one, wasn't there? Oh, there was this year, mm. but we, we were sitting there. How'd trying you miss to count that? Me and Richard were sitting there having a beer, and hmm. I don't know. It wasn't a big one. It was it was a. If you want to have a fall on a horse, I think uh... it wasn't a big one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you if you want on it, speed. He jumped a fence,
0: fell. It wasn't bad. Oh. <laughs> whole field behind him he fell when he was running third wasn't bad at all you're the yeah, type of guy there's... that me and Karen were talking about just before in that
1: interview that we were alluding to in terms of falls though they can get a lot worse yeah yeah he got up it no, was no, no, nobody had a broken leg nobody went to hospital yeah true it, it's, it, it's a tick if, if you get a fall and you can walk away from it
0: you know what, you know what was a tick for the weekend
1: what was it was the Wagga Carnival the Wagga Carnival was always a tick Yep. Yeah,
0: that's uh, the man the, the absolute genius Joe Cleary taking Cool Ring uh uh Nine-year-old gelding, um, castaway basically, took him down to his little place here at Queen freezing cold. If you want to talk about cold, Queen that that. Um, well looked after down there, and come out and won the Wagga Sprint. Flew, just absolutely grew legs. Great, great ride, oh great ride, Kathyara. She was a bit deep on him, um, but deep with cover. But uh, I think the the way he accelerated, rap for the pair of them. I love Joe Cleary. Kathy's flying. She's winning on a broomstick. <laughs> um, and uh, he's done it before. He had landlocked up. Uh, we'll get him on the show. He's really good too. Uh, he had landlocked a couple of years ago to win the Wagga Cup. So, well done to Joe Cleary. Well done to Wagga, and um,
1: just for not being warnable. Another uh, pretty big carnival. Sure I don't that like warnable. You don't like warnable? Just don't. You just don't. No. What about uh, Kentucky Derby? That's kind of a big deal.
0: We can talk about that. Yeah, justify. Uh, Bob Baffett, red, red,
1: red hot favourite,
0: yeah. Mike Money Mike Smith, he's, he's won another one, 52 years of age, and just flourishing. Uh, just cream, just run them off their legs, didn't he? Yeah. Sloppy, horrible track. Um, I probably wouldn't, you know, knowing me, I probably wouldn't like to go to the Kentucky Derby <laughs> <yet>. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. I probably wouldn't, mate. Pop
1: champagne in a suit at the, at the Derby. Oh, I with, I, I with
0: four million yanks, yeah, why not? That'd suck. Oh, my god, my, my, my I, can't, go. I can't get a beer at. Rose Hill on Super Day. <laughs> how am I going to go get one?
1: Were a- you up at the Everest? No, I wasn't. No. Oh, fuck me. Yeah? I was sober by the time I got my next beer.
0: Yeah, it's horrible. Oh. That's what I hate about it. It's, oh, that's, yeah, cause, you, know,
1: you know what? Maybe we could get ourselves some nice um, box, t- box tickets for the Kentucky Derby if anybody out there is listening wants to chuck us over. hey, That wouldn't How's be that? cheap at all, would it? How about, hey, how about let's, that? Let's get how a box at the Super Bowl. How about that? <laughs> we can
0: talk about that a little bit later.
1: Uh, aren't we we grubby people going for free things we
0: are and uh, just just one more thing (laughs) to add on to that uh footage today emerged emerged of bob baffett parading uh justify for the media the american media horse was dead set lame as hell man like lame lame
1: lame as fuck
0: lame yeah horrible horrible to watch but this is the difference i saw it and i just made the simile to australian media where let's say Darren Weir trains a Melbourne Cup winner and the, and the Channel 7, Channel 9 and Channel 10 all ring him up and say, we want to come and uh, have you parade the winner the next day. And if it was a bit sore, D- Darren or any other horseman, horsewoman in Australia would say, look, not a good time. You can get it over the box, but he's pulling up a bit rough. Not Bob Baffett, Justify dead set. Cannot walk. <laughs> And Bob decided to grab him, parade him around for everyone, turn him in never-ending tight so, circles. Turn, turn him on a dime. Turn him on a dime about eight times, yeah. He's limping,
1: noticeably limping. Fully fully limping, nearly tripping. Yeah, it's, and it's you're just looking at watch. it going, God damn, America, you just... Mate, Can't you know, help yourselves. I own that bloody horse. I would have been over there kicking him in the fucking chin. Oh, how do just you like it?
0: Go, go up and kick him, kick him in the guts, and then pull him around. Just, yeah. <laughs> just pull him into that. It's top like that circles. Family Guy episode. <laughs> <laughs> how do you fucking like it? <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: horse, now, run, run. Yeah, 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 horse turns the gun on him. You One of uh, the greatest clips ever. Uh, that's our that's sport. That's it right ra- That's racing done. Um, a, a great, a, a great weekend and a bad week. Just on that sad note it's a mixed week yeah i don't i don't like seeing that sort of stuff we can end this uh racing little segment with our interview with karen mcavoy coming up right now let's go to that and here we go okay now we have an interview with multiple multiple group one winning melbourne cup winning jockey karen mcavoy uh karen you've uh, been good enough to join us on your way to newcastle how are you buddy
2: yeah good thanks thanks
0: very good welcome to the off the bit podcast
2: no worries, thanks for having me
0: on No worries at all um, We're just going to, we'll dig into your career We're going we're to tighten everything into a little bundle um, We like to, to get our, our statistics across for all the racing fans And then just for all the humble listeners out there We like to make it a bit personal So we'll have a bit of fun along the way But uh, we'll start just with uh, the main pivotal part with your career I think uh, as well as a great apprenticeship Was the win on Brew um, Go through how old you were when that happened for a start And we'll take it from there
2: yeah, so was um, just out of my apprenticeship when I went on brew, and so I'd just gone uh, twenty, and um, it was uh, yeah obviously a special day in in, in my life. It uh, it was um, it was it was obviously a, a real turning point, uh, you know, turning point in my career. Being able to, to get the right on him and, uh, and and kick him home in the Melbourne Cup, it was um, it was uh, you know, definitely um, started me on the on the right track moving forward, out of, you know, out of my apprenticeship into my senior career. So it was um, a day I'll never forget, that's for sure.
0: Uh, and drew very wide, barrier, tw- I'm going to say 21? No, he drew 24, oh, ended
2: 24. up jumping from 23. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was...
0: Uh, one, one off the fence after about two furlongs, weren't you?
2: Yeah, it was It was one of those ones, I've, I, I think I'm yet to give one a better ride than one yeah. that day. It was so. great, wasn't it? I remember seeing um, it
0: going, hang on, Karen's one off here. How the hell did he do that?
2: Yeah, it was it was it was uh, it was one of those ones on the, on the Derby day. After I I got the ride, I was obviously really excited, and then went to the barrier draw, drew the outside, and I I um, I was lucky I didn't own a cat when I got home after the barrier draw because I would have kicked it into the I would have kicked it into the next suburb. But um, after that, I just um, I said, well, whatever will be will be, and it almost just sort of it took the pressure off me, you know, because it was um, no you know, expectations. It was, it was, um, just yeah, yeah. It was just uh, to do my best, and I remember after a couple of furlongs, I was sort of slotting across behind a wall of them, and um, I had um, I had Darren Beeman inside me on YPIO, and I had inside of him was uh, Darren Gouchy and he was on an old horse called Bohemius, and um, he was uh, he was a bit of a terror because he never used to travel in these races, Bohemius. Yep. And um, I remember looking and looking, and and um, I started to put some pressure on onto Darren Beeman and. And Darren Beeman, he, he was doing his best to bluff me. He yeah. said, um, <laughs> "He said I've got one inside me, Chuck, I've got one inside me." But um, I knew it was Old Behemoth, so I just pushed a bit more, and <laughs> I was able to get Darren Beeman on UPIO down to the rail, and and that was the winning move because um, he was the he was the one to beat, and and I, and I was able to get a good run throughout. And you know, I'll Brew, he was, he was bred to be a stayer, and, and that's what he did. He was um, he was too strong on the day with with only forty nine kilos on his back.
1: Yeah. So, after that Melbourne Cup ride, you transitioned over to the UK for a little bit. I was just wondering if you made that decision yourself or you got a little bit of advice off someone, Ken. Okay.
2: Um, well, it was one of those ones where I'd, I'd been going well um, here in Melbourne and then I started, um, well, I, I won a few races on a day that was sponsored by the Gibraltar Racing Club and, and then um, my name sort of come under the noses of Godolphin and... Um, I ended up riding for them in the spring of 2004. I rode a horse called Beekeeper. Yep. And he ran well in the Caulfield Cup, and he ran the third in the Melbourne Cup, behind media puzzle. And uh, I ended up sort of forming a bit of a relationship with Godolphin, and I went over there and, and, and rode rode for them um, in Dubai and um, had, some, had some success for them in the carnival there of 2005. And then, sorry, 2003, and then I went back again to 2004 to do the carnival in Dubai, and then that's when they asked me to go to, to write for them in the UK. So, you know, once again, I was um, um, I was I was just in the right place at the right time, and you know, to get uh, the opportunity to work closely with with uh, their stable and and, and, and also um, you know become good friends with Frankie Dettori. It was uh, it was it was it was a great opportunity, and um, you know, I, I had five years. Uh, riding in, in England um, and yeah, it was it was, uh, it was it was fantastic. You know, I was able to ride against some of the best and and um, and really uh, learn a lot from from um, you know riding in all different tracks and yep. uh, riding in some great races. I was able to ride in in the in the English Derby a few times. Um, I, I won a classic over there, which was the Saint Ledger, and then I um, also got to ride in a. A couple of Arc de triomps at Longchamp in France, you know. So yeah. it, was, um, it, was, it was such a such a real buzz uh, to to get the opportunities to to um, to go over there and and um, and be a part of their their racing scene
1: over there. Yeah. So doing all of this uh, international work and stuff, how do you think that's affected your style of of jockeying and on horsemanship, Karen?
2: So
1: what was that? How, how, how do you how do you feel that it's it's affected your, your style of jockeying? Do you, do you, do you think it, it gave you uh, a bit of an edge over most other jockeys back over in Australia? Um, I wouldn't say gave me an edge, but
2: it definitely you know you learnt um, learnt a lot of. Um, it, it, I think it really helped my my, um, uh, my 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 riding skills in terms of how. It, Know, helping a horse or uh, allowing a horse to settle, um, learn so much riding those, you know, riding distance races all the time over in the UK and, um, you know, when you're riding alongside the likes of Richard Hughes, um, Kieran Fallon, Michael Canaan, um, you know, Frankie Dettori, as I said, it was um, you just learned, you're learning things every day. So, um, I had to go there with a different style because their, their whip rules were pretty strict, which are now, ours now are as well. So. Sort of had to adopt a different style, and um, uh, you know, definitely, um, definitely brought a lot back from the UK in both um, racing knowledge and, and also, um, I suppose, my, my riding style. So it was, um, yeah, like I said, great learning
0: curve. Do you feel like your riding style has changed since? Let's like let's go back to Brew from when you sort of rose to prominence there. Like, it, you definitely got a style that's different to everyone else. It's very economical. You stay very low to the weather. Really balanced. Like, um, did you have to form yourself to do that, or you think that just comes you naturally?
2: Um, I think as a kid, I I actually used to live with um, Stevie Arnold, who's um, great friend of mine, and um, he was, uh, you know, very big. um, He was pretty influential in my in my career as a young kid, and and so I was always on the mechanical horse, and and I suppose trying to um, trying to refine my style. And uh, I'm, I'm lucky enough to. To be quite agile and and, um, and and be able to, I suppose, um, have have a neat sort of style. It's I wouldn't say I'm the strongest um, by any means in a finish out there, but I like to try and um, keep keep a neat posse, which which allows the horse to stay balanced and and, yeah. and staying nice like, and streamlined. And um, I think I think that can can help a horse um, uh, in in the finish of the race. but Obviously, you know. Different, different horses suit different uh
0: different jockeys suit different horses but um you gotta try and adapt to each and every horse that you that you, that you get on okay so what we want to talk to you about is uh we'll go with um al mandan the second melbourne cup oh yeah now there was if i'm not have you very savvy with the the social media workings and that sort of stuff like i know you're on twitter but do you sort of you spend time and get immersed in that uh, you know, in between rides, or in between race days, or do you leave that stuff alone?
2: Um, no, I sort of. Well, I'm, I'm on Twitter. It's great to um, to, to be a part of that, and obviously, you can learn. Um, you know, you get, get you can get around the news quite quick, whether you're you know into sport or or, or whatever, just in, in world news. So it's, it's a good uh, it's a good thing uh, going forward. Try not to get too immersed in it. Yeah,
0: um, if you remember, uh, if you remember, Channel Seven had. Uh, 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 You surely you would have seen this. Uh, So we had Michael Walker on our Moonquith, and he had the GoPro on his helmet, right? And um, they showed the vision of uh, him going through the Melbourne Cup. Now, he tracked you the whole way. Did you see that footage? I did see that, actually,
2: yeah. It was was great footage, what they could do now with the jockey cams, isn't
0: it? Did you honestly look at that like we did as fans and go, man, you're a genius? (laughs) (laughs)
2: Look, it was... um I, I, I was pretty pleased with my ride. Obviously, yeah, um, yeah. there was there was a, a, a crucial time there at the uh, at about the eight hundred meter mark when I was I was in close proximity to Joe Moreira and um, he he had me in a position where I was almost going to have to go to the outside of of um, our Ivanhoe. Yep. Um, and then he ducked back inside of um, uh, Jamaica,
0: which yep. then allowed
2: me to duck back in behind and follow Jamaica through, which. And then obviously go to the inside of our Ivanhoe. So it was, it was um,
0: masterful ride.
2: It was, it, was, it was a pivotal part of the race, and and that's what ended up winning me the race. And I, I remember speaking to Joe about that, and he was going. He said, "God damn, I should have just pushed, it, pushed yeah. it, out, and then you would have gone wider."
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, and wh- I yeah. think one of the English horses went back through the field right after you made a critical move too. Um, can't remember which horse it was, but it went back through at a rate of knots about at the seven hundred or so. But you already sort of made that critical little decision to shift out and and get going. The worst, thing, the f- the thing about that was it. Michael Walker's ride on El Moonkuth was great, but because we got to see you, it, poor old Michael Walker just got shafted on the plaudits because you just <laughs> we just all watched you, mate. It was just like it, watching it unfold like that, and you could actually hear the roar of the crowd and everything, which the atmosphere I'm sure for you was just fantastic. Can you find a difference between brew? And then, uh, Al are, are they on par? What do you, do you remember, remember the first one? Was it a blur?
2: Yeah, I'd, I'd say that, I'd say they're on par. It's, you know, I suppose it's hard to split them. Um, it's, um, you know, to, to, to beat, I suppose to beat the magic man in a close finish was, was, uh, was pretty special. Um, you know, we, we had a ding dong jewel. Bru was home and home. He was, he had it one at, at 400, but this, this was a bit of a, bit of a dogfight and, um, to come out on top was pretty special but you know just uh to be a part of Flemington when it's springtime was uh was was, was special you know and it sort sh- of showed me 16 years in between both cup wins showed showed me uh you know definitely how hard it is to be involved in getting the finish of Flemington in the cup
0: was it 16 years in between really
2: yeah 2000 to 2016 so um you know I had a couple of placings here and there finished second to uh shocking one year and um but yeah, just just um, such a tough race to to, to win uh, to, to get, get to win and get your head in front. Yeah,
1: yeah. So in those uh sixteen or eighteen years now, what's your favourite horse or favourite ride you've ever had? Um, Big question, I know. You've had so, a few. <laughs> yeah, I,
2: I suppose Brew would be, you know, and 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 um, there's probably there's probably there's probably three probably three favourite rides. Both of them in the. Probably my two Melbourne Cups, and and the other one would uh, would be uh, when I won the the Saint Ledger in the UK. I led from Barry to Box, and that was over over twenty six hundred metres, and um, uh, that that was a special day as well. That was uh, in, in the in the Godolphin colours on a horse called Rule of Law. Yep. Uh, so yeah, you know so those big races, you never never forget them.
0: No, um, I think we're pretty much that's. Uh... We we like to have a, a entertaining segment of this, okay? If you if you're willing to go with us, um, I'm going to ask you yep. a pivotal question here. If your house is burning down, you can take one trophy of hmm. sentimental value. or Otherwise, what are you taking?
2: No nah, both Melbourne Cups.
0: Both? Do you, re- you reckon you reckon you got time? <laughs> 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 yeah, I
2: got eat, one one in each hand, surely. Okay.
0: What what about the Everest Trophy? Uh, she's a
1: sexy little thing, the Everest Trophy. Yeah, uh, the Melbourne Cup's still still
2: yep. still the one we're after. Yeah. Sure, oh, not,
1: not not the kids. You're going to leave them inside. <laughs> 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 no,
2: they got their own legs.
0: okay, we'll do a little game that we d- we've done with every guest we've had. Uh, it's called Pick the Flick. Yeah. Okay, uh, the leading the leading guy I think is Wayne Harris. We had him on last week. Um, it's five movies. Okay, um, I've just I'll describe them to you. A few of them I've made up, and a few of them are real. Um, we just okay. need you to say it's how good your movie knowledge for a start. No, battling at best. <laughs> okay, well, well, you might bluff your way through, mate. So we'll start it off, okay? Um, we've, right. We have got the first movie is uh, Keanu Reeves and Kate Blanchett star in a romance set in San Francisco where Keanu is a homeless man and he saves her from being attacked by a gang of thugs. They fall in love in this feel-good story of 2013 and it's called Take Me Home.
2: Uh no,
0: that would be a cross. Well done, one from <laughs> one. Okay, Reese, take it away. Uh, mon- what, what do you want me to say?
2: Do you want me to say true or
0: false? True, true or false. True yeah, or false. Yeah, yeah. Yep.
1: Uh,
0: well, no, um, sorry, real, real or fake? That one. Yep. Real or
2: fake,
1: right? Eh? Yep. Uh A monster, monster tornado floods Los Angeles and leaves it infested with sharks, and it's called Sharknado. No, that'll be false
2: too.
1: That's true, buddy. That's a, it's a real a, movie. It's a real movie. There's, there's about <laughs> four, four of them. There, there's four sequels to it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Yeah. well, there's money out there to be made,
1: isn't there? Um, you ready for this next one? Uh, Kevin Hart, Dwayne The Rock Johnson are the voice uh, voices of two pigs who run away from the farm they grew up on in search of better life and along the way team up with a bear voiced by David Spade and a caterpillar in this Disney Pixar adventure of a lifetime. It's called,
2: Here, biggie, biggie, biggie. No, that, that'd be
1: folks. Yeah. You've got
0: kids though, so you'd know, right? <laughs> you'd, you'd, you'd know all the Disney Pixar ones. Okay. Uh, yeah, exactly. A, a human duck called Howard is teleported from his duck planet to Earth after a science experiment goes wrong and he finds himself on an adventure across Cleveland, Ohio to fix the machine and send him home. It's produced by George Lucas and it's called Howard the Duck.
2: Howard the Duck. Uh... Something's telling me no, but I'm going
0: to say true. Yeah, you got it, buddy. It's a real movie. George Lucas, 1978.
1: <laughs> and one last yeah, one. <laughs> <laughs> one last one. It's a movie about Killer know. Tomatoes, and it's called Attack of the Killer Tomatoes.
0: Who's in it? <laughs> oh, no. <mate. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well played. Uh, actors. But- actors. Yeah.
2: It's an old one. No, it's be, an old one. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say false. No one. Well, you're but, wrong, mate. Yeah,
0: it's, it's true, mate. You get, you got, oh, two, okay. you got two out of five. Um, you are in. You're there with uh, Nick Olive. You're in the same same oh. ilk as him, uh, mate. That's been actually before I get you get you to go. Look, let's go over this um, uh, with your future now, where we where we move forward to. Uh, Cox Plate is obviously on your agenda. To 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 uh, is that your next? Wh- wh- what do you want out of racing? Like, where are you at now? Where's your desire? to –
2: Yeah, yeah. Bloody! Um, it, it's uh, the, the big one. I got to win the cockpit. It's such a hard race to get a good ride in, yeah. especially when you've got a mare, a mare like Winks um, yep. taking all before her. You know, but <laughs> um, uh, it's such a great race, and that's the one I'm gunning for. Yeah, it's, um, you know, I've, I'm 37 now, so maybe I've got 10 years left in the saddle. We'll just wait and see. Yep. So, so uh, out there trying to, I, I, I'm sort of tricking myself when I go to these barrier trials. I've busy days, pouring rain. I'm saying to myself, right, I. I mean, I'm here trying to find the next Cox, Cox Plate horse. So that's what gets me up out of bed in the morning. And, um, you know, that's what we'll be trying to do. So, um, you know, the Cox Plate, it's a it's, it's, uh, fantastic race. And, yeah, hopefully I can get it, get it done.
0: Do you think the Viscount could have won if he wasn't squashed up by Northerly?
2: Well, he was only just getting going. Um, okay. You know, I definitely would have ran second. I thought, I, I thought when I went in for that protest, I thought oh, I might struggle to get the, the win, yep. the win protest. Against Northerly, but I thought for sure I would have ran second. So uh, it's a shame. Every time I watch that replay, I think, "Why didn't I just get going a bit earlier?" You know, oh, really?
0: Sure. Yeah, regrets. Uh,
2: yeah, I just I just wish I was a bit uh, a bit wiser at the 600. And you know, he had 49 kilos on his back. Yeah,
0: and, um, made him chase yeah, Savabil style. Was,
2: yeah, he just should have got going. But um, yep. yeah, I've obviously wiser now than, than what I was when I was like 20.
0: Do, do these sort of things keep you up? You know, did you do harp on it much? Because you, as as a person, you come across very, very even-keeled. Like, what, what gets? Do you ever get angry?
2: <laughs> um. Oh yeah, get angry. You know, and with kids, um, I had. A, <laughs> you had got a three kids. A, of, yeah, yeah, got got four kids, so you get angry. Oh, four, right? But four. um, no, I don't. You know, you can't dwell on things. You've got to move on. And I had a I had a rough weekend a couple of weekends ago. I missed. I, I couldn't ride at um three and I couldn't go to Hong Kong for, and obviously missed out on Pakistan Star, Oh, yeah. Which, yeah, uh, that, uh, was, you know, that was, that yeah. was a, a brutal we, we, blow. We but, weren't going to mention after,
0: it. <laughs> we, I <laughs> didn't a, know whether there was an a, open I wound.
2: You, I, I don't know. It's, a, it's, still a, it's still a wound but it's slowly yeah. <laughs> healing up. But it was interesting um, when, 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 when the horse got to about the furlong, I was sitting there watching it with two of, my, two of our older boys and anyway, I had to walk out. The horse <laughs> was about the furlong mark and I walked out of the room. Right, I went out to lay down just to you know, just to, just, to, just to let myself settle down. Yeah. Anyway, I come back in the room and Jake, our middle boy, was playing his iPad. So you can imagine a little kid, playing, he's eight years old, he's playing his iPad, he's tapping away on the screen, he's tapping away, whatever he's playing. Yeah. And he looks up as I, as I walk back into the room and he goes, hey, Dad, Dad, do you reckon you would have won on that one? Oh. <laughs> yeah, the, the, I, mean, I had to, in between tears, I had to have a laugh. And, <laughs> and um, you know, I think you've got to go with that approach. It's, you know, you can't. There's always there's always disappointments. There's always there's plenty of highs, but
0: there can be disappointments in this game, and you just got to push on. And that's, yeah, that's yeah. the way I approach it. Yeah, but it's Pakistan star, like, like it, it's it, you know because it, it's such a problem horse. You know, it can elevate you so much on your opinions on on the social media or anyone's opinion, isn't it? That's probably what I would have taken out of it more so. Yeah, like it, exactly ha, how you look like a, an absolute genius there. But um, uh, well, more. Yeah. We one more. have got one more question. We'll let you go, mate.
1: Uh, right, uh, did I? Jesus. Uh, um, Foxplay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, Foxplay and Egg Tart, mate. How how you how you tracking with those? Are they uh, they seem like they're they're just falling off the kill a little bit? Are you, are you still confident in their in their work or? Uh,
2: well, Foxplay Fox had a bit of a disappointing um, autumn. She's probably gone. She's gone out for a spell now. I just I just think the firm tracks have gone against both of those men. Yeah. Um,
0: they're only small, you know, aren't
2: they? In, in, yeah, they're, 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 they've still got some racing ahead of them. I think Fox Play is going to come back in. And Egg Cart actually runs in the Dooman Cup in a couple of weeks. Okay. So hopefully she gets some rain up there. She ran in the Holiday of Cup. Wasn't beaten far there recently. Um, she she just needs a bit of rain around. So, look, they've been running well, but uh, they, they've sort of lost a little bit of their glitter, um, you know, from when they were a three-year-old. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you we know, just 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 see how see how they see how they come back and if they get some rain rain on the ground will might might be a different story.
1: Well, how how about your boy Red Zell? He um he obviously got run over by a trapeze artist last race, so uh, is is he back in flying form or nice trial Yep, so he he's great.
2: I got him this morning. He's going to go up and run in the uh and 10,000 this Saturday. Yeah, with uh, um with, so... with
1: He's going up there with uh Hootsen, isn't he?
2: Yeah, it's a good lineup. I'll see in, in her times there, impending. Uh, so it's a good little field, good, but good race. he's going well, the horse. Uh, he'll, he'll, he'll enjoy if there's some rain around as well
0: up there. I'll, I'll get you for one more, one more little quote before we go. We'll wrap this up. Um, I just got one really pivotal question. Are you mad that Hugh Bowman gets like worse, head, uh, worse concussions than other jockeys and Channel 7 has to go and follow him around his house and annoy him and see how he's recovered and stuff like that? Did you ever give him a ribbing <laughs> about that?
2: No, he gets. He gets enough ribbing, uh, old Dewey, but no, yeah. he, he was lucky with that fall because it was a bad one. It was. Um, and it could have been a lot worse. Like I remember I was on the inside of him when he fell and I watched it all unfold and sickening uh, to watch. So, yeah, yeah. It's uh, one of those ones
0: where you think, you look
1: back and go, oh, jeez, hope you're up. Well, you, you had a yeah, similar, similar yeah. incident on, on helmet a few years back though, didn't you?
2: Yeah. I a, was couple. Lucky to stay on. He, a couple. A <laughs> couple. Uh, he was a bit of a terror, old helmet, but look, it's a bloody dangerous game. We, we know that and... Um, yeah, you know, I think um, racing racing, folk need to uh, remember that. Yeah, they, they forget it, don't they? The don't they, they forget it quick? Mm. Yeah. It's, um, you know, we're out there doing our best and trying to control these 600, 500, 600 kilo animals, it, it can be tough at times.
0: Yeah. Did you ever think, just uh, I'll, I'll pick your brain, did you ever think on, on helmet, behind the gates, just going, oh, God, when it gets in the furlong here, this is going to be a nightmare? <laughs> or you, did you sort of have that sort of horsemanship with him and you knew you could handle whatever he was going to throw at you?
2: Well, it was tricky because the time, the time he did it, uh, I can't remember whether it was the size, it was the size so I or the champagne that he did then, it was one of them anyway, I was in front, he actually, like I'd never, I never knew he, I never, I never knew he had that in him, you know, yeah. so it was, it was one of those ones where I was just lucky I was hanging on tight at the time, <laughs> but, um, yeah. uh, um, and once he got, to, once he got to a three year old, he was, he was, he was a bit more manageable, but, um. I remember going into the Caulfield Guineas, obviously it was a bit of a match race right between um him and the and the, the horse of Ronnie Lehman. the name just um just uh, just, just slips my mind at the moment. But Ma, Ma-, anyway, Ma- ran, 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 ran in
0: the Sorry, what's that? Man was that it?
2: Yeah, Manawanui, that's yeah. it. I remember coming around the corner at Caulfield, and I think, right, I, <laughs> I had him on the rail. I stick in my right hand. I thought, right, I still a guy now, and and luckily he went straight, and we got the got the job done, and um, that was a special win as well. And you know, he was, he was a great horse. He's doing well at Stud now as yeah, well. Yeah,
0: he's killing it, isn't he? Killing it, uh, mate. No, we'll great. wrap. We'll wrap that up. Thank you very much for a really entertaining interview, mate. Um, as I said, on your way to the races, if no one knows what it's like, a jockey going to the races. Uh, uh some of them are wasting and uh you got your game face on so we very much appreciate a coming on the show b being such a great guest uh and and entertaining us and give us an insight especially the melbourne cut rides mate it was a, it was an absolute privilege we are big fans as we said and thank you very much karen for joining us mate have a good uh have a good day actually this is going to air after the races so you can feel free to tip us something now and me and reese can bet on it and then no one else will know
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, don't be giving inside information. <laughs> <laughs> all right, mate. Thanks uh, very much. No, all right, enjoy. Appreciated, and um, all the best. Uh, nope. All the best to pick a winner. No thanks,
0: worries at Karen. all, mate.
1: Cheers. See you, mate.
0: Karen McAvoy, champion. Uh, what I've got I to ask him how many times he's been, been called Kieran. <laughs>
1: oh.
0: It'd have to be a lot, oh, eh? Because okay, I, ca- I catch times. myself doing it. You know who else uh, gets confused with someone else that we know? Who? Hughie Brown.
1: Oh, Hugh B. Brown. I, I got something else as well. Yeah? Hugh Bowman's first name is James. Is James. Yeah. It's not Hugh. Did you not know that?
0: I didn't know that. He's got J J H Bowman on his silks. Never realised. <laughs> Haven't you? No, nah, typo. Yeah. thought it was wow. a typo. You're wet beyond the ears, oh, aren't you? Oh, I know. Holy shit. Yeah. In every interview he's ever done, he's talked about that. He was called Hugh as a kid.
1: Yeah, right. Interesting.
0: Wow. Man, do we can. That's embarrassing, man. We, do, we, do you want to cut that? Nah, keep it in. <laughs> Holy shit! Wow, you, you, your eyes lit up like you're going to drop some real knowledge <laughs> bomb on me.
1: I was going to be like, oh, this is going to be fucking amazing. Oh, my uh, how old are you? Not telling. <laughs> <laughs> tw- tw- I'm an enigma. 12? I don't have an age. Twelve.
0: Uh, <laughs> we'll cut. We'll cut to our man Hubie with the round nine NRL review. Go Hoobs. Hubes. Round 8 of the National Rugby League and to sun Court we go and Canterbury debutant Reese Ricky Martin turned the defence upside inside out and was living la vida loca as he scored with his first ever touch of his career and put the Bulldogs up in the 4th minute and set the scene as Darius Phineas Fogg Boyd went around the park in 80 minutes and never got anywhere. Jack Bird dropped that white thing again like it was bird shit and maybe it's because Bird's shit and that's a nasty triple on Chandra Huber you bad man lately there has been a, a Broncos big unit of whom of late has been a real pain in the house that had a big night and needed a shoulder to cry on unfortunately it was David Clemers as the baddie you have to face at the end of every 80s, uh, 80s arcade game totally annihilated the young bull with a you got knocked the fuck out but, alas, it was the referees whom pulled the Broncos out of the mud with another ridiculous penalty and sealed the game for the home side, 22-20 the scoreline. To Newcastle now, and it was the South Sydney Rabbitohs versus Kalen Ponga, as the Knits continued to struggle without Mitchell the Bitchel, and if Friday proved nothing more, it still could be Wabbit Feather. John Kenny Dow was at his intimidating best as he evaded the defence like it was domestic violence charges and forcefully overpowered the girly knight's defence and bagged him a couple. Damien Captain Cook showed endeavour as he explored the outside backs to score and mark his territory as a New South Wales hooker perhaps. However, with Russell Crowe at master and command, the bunnies are finding proof of life, and that's all from my beautiful mind, 3618. We crossed to Bathurst now, and yes, I said Bathurst, as the Panthers said, Welcome to the jungle! We like fun and games! Or maybe not, however, as they lost Trent Merrin before the match with a fractured finger, which I highly suspect is from fingering birds as he continues his bachelor lifestyle. But it was the Cowboys that inserted a few digits, as they ran the score up to 20 points to nil early thanks to Jonathan Turtleback Thurston feeding the attack a length of assists. After the break, and I imagine the players got a stern talking to from Peter William Wallace that said, They may take our points, but they'll never take our freedom. As he put two tries in to get the chocolate soldiers back on track, but it was all to no avail as they go down in a cracker, 20 points to 26. It was a lovely day in the nation's capital as the Raiders said fuck off to the Titans as the well-oiled green machine make it four out of five as they steamrolled the Gold Coast defense where Jared Croker became the 11th player in history to score 1,700 points, but I bet I could still fuck him up in Mario Kart. Batman and Robin continue to wreak havoc on Canberra's right edge, and the Blake Austin Texans rounded up the Gold Coastians and slit their throats as they pr- pr- proved formidable at home. Thirty-two to eighteen, the scoreline there. New Zealand are warriors at home as they played their usual style of touch footy perfectly. Sean Johnson, the human joystick. Boop, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, boop. Uh, played like a human arcade game for two halves as the Cuzzy Bros put a, a, a big hurt on the injury-riddled Tiger's outfit and they look miserable. The, uh, the Warriors may be the best thing out of New Zealand just yet, but maybe not. We'll find out next week. To Shark Park and Mitchell Moses forgot the 11th commandment, thou shalt not fuck up thy conversions, as he muffed a kick of biblical proportions to send the game to Golden Point and thusly ascend the eel season down the river in a basket of reeds. In a welcome return to first grade, Josiah thick, Becky, crossed the line twice early to put the depleted sharks up, but with Wade Graham's hamstring looking like a dental floss, maybe I might put my hand up for a spot in the side. Sharkies get the money. Hey, when the Saints, oh, when the Saints go eight one, go eight and, one, go oh, eight eight and one, one. oh, when the Saints go eight and one. And oh, you would love to be a Dragons fan with the way they're playing at the moment. And they look to torch their way to a, a their very next premiership without the guidance of old fossil Wayne Bennett. And meanwhile, the whole nation, except Queensland, laughed as the world fucked Cameron Smith and he both argued for a cheated try and then got finessed in the scrote and the entire universe is put back in balance again. Storm go down, the dragons are up, 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 and away, and look the goods for the premiership this year. And... finally... Tamale and the Roosters game and the go-go gadget neck wonderfuck Deli Cherry Evans was obviously counting his paycheck as he shanked a kick from right in front that would prove costly as the Seagulls looked in good form for their first half but unlike uh, like unbuttered sandwiches everything fell apart. A piss poor defensive effort saw the Chooks stroll over with ease and the refereeing was once again in contention as a forward pass may go backwards and still be forward but still count it backwards, who fucking knows, this whole entire thing's impossible to pick I throw my hat out of the ring, 22-20 the scoreline,
1: and let's send this one back to you in the studio, boys. Huey Brown. <laughs> He's starting to sound like Christopher Walken at the end there.
0: <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay, it's, it's fine if you want to behave like that. I also
1: <laughs> noticed his, um, his Arnold impersonation was slightly Irish. Which one? The, uh, the Arnold one. But it was like the Arnold one.
0: W- well, before, like, n- not today. No, I just said. I didn't do Arnold. <laughs> <That's> the... oh. <laughs> oh, William Wallace. It was, um, it was Scottish. It oh. was William Wallace's braver. All oh, right, I'm with you. I, fucking, I really fucking didn't. I have, probably have to go back through and do um, uh, actual Rose again better because that was horrible.
1: Uh,
0: Welcome to the jungle.
1: Uh, we got fun
0: in games.
1: Speaking uh, of, f- us losers. Any winners and losers this week, mate? Yeah, LeBron. We're recording, mate. No, we aren't. Are we? All right, <laughs>
0: uh, we'll just take it. Uh, yeah, I didn't hear the. I didn't hear the back end of that music. Oh, was that recording the whole time?
1: <laughs> aren't we just the the tippy top professional. Can I? Hey? Can, I have,
0: can I go back and hear that? No, no, no. It, it no might, we're
1: not cutting it, this no, this no, week. No, we're might, gonna it, leave it yeah, in. I
0: just want to hear it. It might be keep- keepable. Let's go. Go, go and I'll, I'll.
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's just keep going. Winners and losers, Stop mate. It. You got any?
0: That's going to look really bad if we have it <laughs> fucking eight minutes. He's playing with me? No. I'm fucking sitting here. I'm, re- I'm, I'm dead. <laughs> I know. I'm
1: wondering what you're doing. It's Research still recording. recording. We're still recording. <laughs> Fuck's sake. No, nah, it's going to look poor if we've got Kieran on there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is at the back end. Dude. Take it from the top. Take it from the top and I'll just jump in. If yeah. I- let's just cut it here and we'll listen back to that later. And pretend yeah, right, that right. Hubie's
0: right. just finished. Okay, look, winners and losers then. Let's
1: No, we've got to reintroduce it with Hubie because you're did, did, did you,
0: you even say Hubie?
1: Yes, that's what I said. Yeah that, round. And I was like, it sounds like Christopher Wilder. Oh, is that how you come in
0: there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just thought it was b ban-
1: I just it right, Fuck it. Dude, <laughs> that's just <laughs>
0: Okay, well thanks, Yubi. Is that what you want? <laughs> yeah. Fuck.
1: Okay. It's like I got caught it's like I got caught in something. I just got caught in the zone. It's almost like you weren't paying attention and then I started going off on a tangent and you get your phone. In
0: in all fairness in, and in, in my defence, we were discussing our first loser, which is Johnny Depp.
1: Johnny Depp. Yeah. Rifled through, seven hundred million dollars. Uh over his career man. Um, how do you spend $700 million in a lifetime? I don't fucking know. might be something to do with buying islands and being sued by everybody around you because they're sick of telling you keep cocaine off your nose. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Johnny Depp, what a loser. You, um, if, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Johnny Depp as well. So legendary. anybody that's like, you can't say that about Johnny, Yeah. I just fucking didn't. I'm a fan, and he's a big loser in my book.
0: I love uh, if you actually would uh, because Rose Rees has brought this up to me, the Johnny Depp thing, and I when you Google it, you just got the videos there, the, the titles of them are great. Johnny Depp allegedly tried to punch coworker in the ribs. <laughs> Johnny Depp cannot grow a beard. Uh, <laughs> Johnny Depp doesn't know about Johnny the world what the world doesn't know about Johnny Depp's daughter, just absolute ridiculous shit.
1: Yeah, uh, he is he's a clan
0: He's he's a, he's a lot of the same ilk as Nicolas Cage or any a couple of them just with a multi multi million. Well, the, the
1: thing with Nick Cage, he's he's good mates with Nick Cage as well. So they go Nick around. Cage is good
0: mates with Nick Cage. No, nah.
1: <laughs> Nick Nick Cage <laughs> is Nick Cage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah
0: starring Nick Cage as Nick Cage about Nick Cage. <laughs> He'd probably act in poorly too. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Fuck. That's so, a good.
0: That's a good. Lead. He, is, he, he has lost the plot. I remember he left Vanessa Paradis and then uh, got met Amber Heard. And then she's sexy as hell, pretty yeah. as hell. And she said, "You know what? I'm out of here. This guy's batshit crazy." Brought dogs over, had a big thing. Remember they had to do oh, yeah, that. Yeah,
1: that's a part of it. Um, he had to pay so much money for. for like, he's just done done dumb shit. Yeah, like Johnny, you're well done by used by date. You're not yeah. cool anymore. Like, yeah. you used to be the coolest guy yeah. on the earth. Now you just yeah. if you walk around with that shit on, now you just everyone feels yeah. real sorry for you. Yeah, as opposed no, to going, no. wow, it's Johnny as oh, captain. Oh, bro, Mate, captain he, he had to follow George Clooney. Go find himself a. Uh, a nice, a nice person to settle down with, and not be a ladies' man anymore. And yeah. Johnny Depp just can't do that.
0: I've got another loser for you. Who? Mason Ramsey,
1: the Yodel Kid. The Yodel Kid.
0: Why? Why is he a loser? Signed to Atlantic Records, performed at Coachella. <laughs>
1: man, he's got a he's
0: got a number one hit out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> man, look, you know I don't like hype culture, but I feel yeah. if hype culture had to grab something, yeah. I'm, this glad you, I'm glad you grabbed this kid, Why? man, because he's genuinely talented. He's,
0: no, he's a kid that yodels. What yeah, am I missing? What like, am I missing here? It's a little kid that yodels. Like, prefer, That's not outstanding talent. I'd
1: prefer the hype culture to grab him than, let's just say, like, Xanax or, or whatever else. Lean. Mm. Lean. Yeah. Lean. Or, or one of those shitty, googly-eyed, non-talented, bad bitches that yeah. run around we're, picking bit, fights with With really other, large with other breasts for her age. With, well, there's a few of them. There's bad there's, Barbie. There's, there's not bad Barbie. There's she went platinum. Her single. Bat- platinum. Bat- bat- Jenny or whatever her name yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and little Tay. Little Tay. What is that little Tay? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We kill it before it breeds. <laughs> <Tay. laughs> Fucking hell.
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even know if she's Chinese or whether what she's. What? Well, it's got nothing to do with that. I'm only she nine years made- old. Yeah. I
1: got my fucking yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, bitch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's painful, isn't it? Did you just say Bad Barbie went platinum? Yeah, yeah.
0: High Get bitch, fucked. High bitch is platinum, certified platinum, and tour, and currently touring America, on a, on a on a rated bad in America God. tour. See, this my is the thing. God. What they do with these. these? These are actually making legitimate money now. They're banked this kid. So this yodel kid. No, for a start, if I was walking through Kmart on a Saturday morning and a kid was in there yodeling, <laughs> I'd. Curb stomp. <laughs> sc- oh, fuck him. Fucking get him out of there. <laughs> Security to have that kid dragged. Because it's America he's doing it, they record it. Oh, fuck He's yeah. at Coachella within three weeks. Oh, mate. I mean, hey, how's, how's... um? And he's singing about... His his song is about a love song. That song he's singing there is about Sugar Daddy. Yeah. And his new song out is a love song. Like, what sort of girl trouble is he having at 10? He doesn't even have pubes yet. Yeah. I hate that. I really hate it. And they're going uh, to be uh, they're going to be, uh, I, I see where you're coming from hope, with it. I hope he gets addicted to drugs and burns out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's At 11. I'm
0: saying At 11. It, yeah. I don't like Warnable or the yodeling kid Ooh. or anything.
1: Oh, we could have put put Warnable down in this in this category, no.
0: You can put Bob Baffett down as a hey, we'll put for, Bob for, Baff- for turning a- his his uh, prized thoroughbred on um, spinning around endlessly on broken legs.
1: Hey, this ain't Dancing with the Stars. It, it, Fuck off!
0: Boy, if he <laughs> if, if he if he runs that in the Belmont, god damn! Yeah, joke.
1: Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be I'll be joining the animal activists for that one.
0: Yeah, I've got I've got winner. I've got a winner. Who's your winner? LeBron James i got to win it, His hair grew, hairline grew back. No, it didn't. But this is the thing. Like I know it's painted on, but when he shoots these buzzer beaters, the whole team pat him on the head, and their hands must be black. Oh, oh, hey, oh. 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 see, what I just, oh. I just set you up there. Good.
1: Oh, no. You got I'll take that, you that one on the chin. You got dunked on bad. Then. That's all right. Good layout though.
0: Yeah, it was great, wasn't it? Ali-Oop. Really
1: yeah, Alley-oop. No, Yeah, no. I
0: wasn't taking it for that one. It's a bit like uh, Nick Olive and uh, Single Gaze. Got you, Ooh, got you again. Ooh, yeah. T- two in a row. Um,
1: he, did, is did, the, he is the greatest of all did time. Did you though. see the parody video of, um, I think it's Childish Gambino, and they were like, we're the other, ca- uh, other Cavaliers. And no. they're like, oh, yeah, we're just here to support LeBron. Um, is that your American I, I, accent? I, 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 yeah, fuck. <laughs> 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 One's like, I I'll, I'll, hold... <laughs> <laughs> Let me get it. I hold his third and fourth iPhone. And oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So system, the assistant one, yeah. 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 yeah, they have his towel for him. Mate, yeah. Imagine being one of the other Cavaliers and seeing that come out. You'd yeah. be like, Fuck you feel like a
0: little bitch. Bit. Fuck you, guys. But then you're getting paid millions and you can probably get a chance of winning a ring. What do you do? Do you sell your soul to, to the co- the fucking coach? Don't even coach LeBron coaches the coach to coach, and he coaches the fucking team. <laughs> It's ridiculous. He's like, no, I'll take a fucking timeout when I want. And the coach is like, timeout. And LeBron's like, fuck off. Did he do that? Yeah, all the time. Oh, yeah. bro, bro. He yells at him on the
1: side. like, what are you doing? <laughs> to the coach, berates the coach on the sidelines. hilarious. I've seen that, uh, the, the meme getting around. It's like, what's more 2003, uh, 2003 than LeBron James taking a photo of Stone Cold Steve Austin on a Panasonic flip phone? Oh, really, he's sitting there looking like he's a crip. He's covered in oh, in the red. big heavy the, shit. Big, yeah, big baggy big big stuff. Got, got the um, the got cap the, on. Got the cap on. You do, you, LeBron. Fashion back then was nuts. I had the baggy pants. Still did you? Yeah, I'd never been a baggy pants man. Baggy jeans. Well, right. you you're a rapper though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So I, had, I, I, had the, I had the. I had a do rag. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking didn't. <laughs> yeah, at one weird oh. stage in my life, but I had the do rag. What
1: was your rap name? Casey. Case. It's like Jay Z, oh, but a hyphen. Fucking hell.
0: <laughs> it's not. A, it wasn't a gimmick at all. It was yeah, a serious. Mate, a serious artist.
1: Mate, that's that's that's, that's good. That's gold. I wanna, see, I wanna see a photo of you back in the day. You you did not long ago. You did just liken yourself to Eminem as well. So I did. That's, yeah, that
0: was a huge. Yeah, play. I was per- referring to my Hubie Bound character getting stuck in it and not enjoying it like <laughs> Eminem does when he performs and wishes he was in the crowd. And you just went, you just <laughs> you just, you just liken yourself to fucking Eminem. Yeah, uh, well, I did. Whatever. Oh well, we've uh, we got a surprise. We got our surprise, surprise, surprise segment coming up. The Infinity War spoiler. So. If you uh, haven't seen the movie, get the hell out of here, man. Get out of here. Get out of here. Go on. Play the music, Ben, and we'll, uh, we'll just roll on after that.
1: Goodbye, so long, farewell. But it's not the end of the chapter.
0: Welcome ladies and gentlemen to the secret compartment part of the podcast. We're about to talk about Infinity War. If you haven't turned this shit off already,
1: turn it off. Wait, wait, Ben, Ben, you haven't seen mm. Infinity War? What's that? <laughs> no, I, I think That's good. a no. Yeah, that's a good, good. Yeah, that's, bi- that's,
0: the, uh, that's big time Ben, behind the boards. He has a voice. Infinity War. He has a War. face.
1: He's a human. He's, he's human. Okay. It's kind of like the Stig though. He wears, wears a helmet.
0: We're <laughs> the Stig. <laughs> um, I, mate, I saw the Infinity War the other day.
1: Yeah, no, I got your message. It was uh, late on a Friday night and. I was gutted. Just sent me a text card. What do I do? Mate, doing? have you seen Infinity War? Yeah.
0: And then yeah. you said, let's do a segment. A let's do a segment. And I said, we can do a segment where we can tell everyone what happened. We'll just bleep it out. And then I said, let's bury the shit right at the end and we'll actually talk about it properly.
1: Yeah. Huge play, great movie, loved it. Um, I'm a huge Marvel fan. Yep. I, I, I love it because you're a, a nerd. I'm a big nerd. Yep, big big nerd. Um, so i buy into all this shit. It's real, you know. Yeah. Like,
0: so what? Are we, what? What is your take on 19 characters dying in in, in
1: one two? <laughs> you and know what? Girl? I actually Nick. fucking loved it. Did you? Yeah. Like, when you knew? It, did you know it was coming? Did I know it was coming? Uh, no, I didn't know. You hadn't had it. I, I I hadn't. Um, <laughs> Really, really thought about it too much leading up. There's a lot of lot of hype around it, and people trying to predict shit and mm-hmm. reading things out of out of the um the trailer. But I tried to avoid that and just enjoy the movie for what it was. And you know, I fucking did because it's not exactly like the comic books, and usually most people get frustrated at that. But I, I enjoyed the the way it played out. Yeah, especially uh, at, at the start, killing Loki.
0: Yeah, yeah, I was happy with Loki, dying. Oh, I don't yeah. like that. They bro. tried to humanise him a bit and soften him up, then I was yeah, just like, it's not working. Nah, nah. He's actually got a punchable face, Loki. He always, does.
1: Yeah, ugly prick. Tom, Tom fucking Hiddleston.
0: Yeah, yeah. no, I was happy with him, dying. Happy with...
1: Oh. The was, Guardians uh, of
0: the Galaxy hurt me.
1: Did it? Yeah. You're a big that, Guardians fan? Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. What, do, what do you think about um, everybody hating on Quill now, saying he, he's fucked it up? Yeah. If, if, they, if he didn't... Uh, Mess, yeah. mess, mess with Thanos when, Th- he, when he was under.
0: That's where it starts, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yep.
1: Do you, yeah. do you think that's true? Is it Quill's fault? Do you blame Quill? But,
0: well, how do you blame anyone for the beast that is Thanos? You know.
1: Yeah. Well, but for, he's unstoppable. For, for you know? me, for me, it's Doctor Strange. Before that, had already said, being through every possible solution, there's only one where they're going to come out on top. Yeah. So he's seen all this. He knew Quill was going to fuck with him. Yep. And he had to do what he had to do anyway. So to blame Quill, it's it's wrong because it was going to happen anyway. Yeah. So
0: that's why half of the um, that's why most of those uh, guardians were the ones that went too. Or was yeah. it was
1: it natural selection? Reckon, or oh, who it? knows? Hey, because um, <laughs> well they ki- they killed off the only well one of the only Black Marvel superheroes as well, did, which yeah. was like Jesus. They finally <laughs> got him there and then yeah, got yeah, rid of yeah, him. Nah, yeah. you're gone. Yeah. That was actually that that took my breath away a bit. That first moment when. Thanos clicks his fingers and he and he disappears and Smashes then his then um then uh, Black Panther comes over and he just starts vanishing. I was just like, yeah, Ooh, what the fuck? Yeah. Then they all just in? start trickling away and then cute little Spider Man just. I don't uh, feel so good. Oh, Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Stark. yeah it, it was really a tearjerker. Yeah, uh, kicking the nuts, but you know, where do we go
0: now? We go to uh, I call the the signal at the end. Everyone wants to know. Uh, Captain Marvel.
1: Captain Marvel. Uh, obviously, we've got a Captain Marvel movie coming out real soon, uh, November. I think end of the year, yeah, end, end of the year. So that's gonna build it up. There's look, I'm not gonna ruin too much storyline for people there. Well, they shouldn't I, be
0: here. You shouldn't be here if you if you don't like what you're well,
1: in. Fuck yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. This is I don't want to ruin because I think I know what's coming, and I'm just gonna yeah. sit back and yeah, um, let it play out once again. But. Yeah, it's gonna be Captain Marvel coming back to to save the day in the next Infinity War movie. Yep, Captain, which, Marvel's, which, a Captain Marvel's a girl. Captain Marvel's girl. Captain Marvel is a girl. Um, she's there's yeah the the Long Captain story. Marvel movie will will, be will, will 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 explain everything, and she's kind of a a pretty big deal because like the Wonder Woman, woman movie, how mm-hmm. you know, she's like a. Yep. Yeah. The symbol for DC. Um, she's she's somewhat similar, I guess. Um, a lot of lot of feminists like like this this character because yeah. she she's got her own abilities, her standalone abilities, as opposed to uh, Supergirl in DC, who's yep. kind of like a lesser version of Superman. Yep. she's her standalone character. So. Like
0: Batgirl and Batman and shit. No, Just no, no. She's she, she, yeah. she's a standalone a thing. Yep. So and then we go to Infinity Two in two thousand nineteen. Infinity Two. And you reckon what do you reckon is going to happen? <sighs> You reckon they're going to come back? Because you've got the, the time.
1: Well, I, I think Thanos is just going to be fucking ruthless. So in the comic books, he's, he's in love with death. Yep. Um, so death is a personified character in there. Sexy yep. looking female sketch. Check her out. Um, he falls in love with her and he just wants to kill things because he likes likes killing things. So I reckon he's going to come back ruthless as ever. Um, none of this. Sh- shedding a tear. Over, uh, over, over, uh, fuck, I've gone blank. Um, oh, his fuck. daughter. I've just, I've just, oh, I've got uh, the, the
0: green, the green face one.
1: Yeah, greenie. Yeah. We we'll call her greenie. Zoe Saldana. Yeah.
0: What the fuck is her name? Get, it starts with G. Gamera. Gamera. Gamera.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's where I reckon it's going. And Captain Marvel comes through, save the day. I'd love to see the inclusion of some, even more characters that you don't really get to see, um, Within well the current current, um, movies film, film space like, yeah like, like um some of your big time characters like Galactus I'd love to see come back he's, he's just an out, out, outrageous boss yeah um a few other things I'd love to see um uh who who else I can pick and choose I'd love I'd love for him to include Wolverine in it
0: yeah because he can too he, yeah. he can he's a crossover would Marvel he still character. be alive in that time.
1: Uh, yeah, so so the thing with Days of Future's Past is it split the timeline there, and I guess um, they're so separate that you can just chuck him in and be like, here's some crazy motherfucker with yeah. claws in his hands. Do, also, do you, know, do you know what he's coming out? I'm really looking forward. Go to okay. Deadpool too.
0: Yeah, can't wait. Mm. Legend. Yep,
1: that's my Fav- favorite co- comic book. How character. come he's
0: not in this? How come he's not in?
1: Well, was he never a part of the Avengers? No, no, no! He never was. Oh, I think there are a few crossovers. Yeah, I thought with so. Deadpool, Deadpool Th- but...
0: Thanos, and Deadpool. Deadpool I
1: thought of. I, <laughs> I, I, I prefer him not in there. Hate yeah, for sure. Him running he, around beating fucking Thanos. Yeah. He, he, I he, actually, he, think there yeah. is a timeline where Deadpool beats Thanos. Mm. Okay. I think there is. So,
0: um, I've got. a better more about this. That was a good wrap up. Uh, I've got um, some news that I learnt yesterday. Mm. Fortnite. Mm. Yeah, one of your favourite things ever. <laughs> <laughs> Fortnite, uh, as of t- tonight, it's, it's not. It's not. People, it's, yeah. pe- people
1: confuse that <laughs> I, for it being my favorite thing. It's not my fucking jam. At
0: all. So, um, they've crossed with, uh, with DC up uh, with Marvel. Sorry, and um, uh, starting from tomorrow, there's one gauntlet in in the game, and when you grab it, you turn into Thanos. Don't, uh, know, yeah. don't don't know for how long, and don't know what you can do, but I'm sure you just destroy the fucking joint.
1: Will you click your fingers and kill yeah. ha- kill half the field? Yeah. Yeah, well, that'd be if, good. If you kick it, that, click, it, click it twice, are you down to a quarter or?
0: I don't know. Quick math. I'm going to go home and find you. <laughs> quick,
1: quick math. Quick math. <laughs> quick maths. maths. Skitter-boop-boop-boop. we'll end our show with that.
0: Skitter-boop-boop-boop. Boom. So well, that that we don't have to cue the music, do we? We've already no, done it. All right. We right. of here. We out of here.